Well, I think you'd all agree with me that uh, even just a few short weeks ago, if somebody had said that some of the things that are going on today are going on today, we'd have said there's no way. But I think it's also safe to say that um, we've had our share of struggles, challenges, and, and actually uh, right now, even today, some, some unknowns. But for those of us who are believers, those of us who are Christ followers, who, who claim Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, I want us to see it not as uh, doom and gloom. Yeah, for sure, there are, there are some difficult things going on out there. But for me as a believer, I'd like to see it as an opportunity for us to be the expression in a community, in a world right now that is dark, that is having some struggles, to see it as an opportunity where we can make a difference in people's lives where because of our personal relationship with Jesus Christ, we can be at peace. And as a result of that, then we can literally share to those around us how it is that we live and what it is that allows us to, to live in the peace that I'm referring to. And then also just tell them what it means to have that peace. As you may or, be, or may not be aware, our church has been going through a, a book study these last five weeks, a book by Adam Hamilton called The Walk. And the book takes a look at the five essential practices of the Christian life. The first practice that we looked at was that of worship and prayer. We looked, about at, the, we looked at the reality of what it means to fellowship and commune with God. What it means to have a prayer life with Him that draws us closer and closer to Him to the point where we almost feel like He's with us at all times, no matter what we may be doing. We also looked at what it means to study His Word and how through His Word we can find comfort we can find peace. We can find direction. Yes, direction, even in a world like today. I am reminded that Psalm 119 tells us that the Word of God is a lamp unto our feet and it is a light unto our path. And so therefore we can, we can study His Word and from His Word find some of the answers, again, not to solve all of our problems, but to take a look at how we can live in the midst of them. The third practice we looked at was that of serving. Basically, the scriptures say, here am I, send me, Lord. In 1 Corinthians, we are reminded that every one of us has been gifted by God. Now, none of us have all the gifts. None of us have the ability to do everything ourselves. But when we come together collectively as the body of the believers called the church, actually, there's no limit to what we can accomplish in and through those efforts based on what God has blessed us with the opportunity to do. The fourth, the fourth practice is that of giving. I am reminded the scriptures tell us that where our treasure is, our heart is. And we are reminded that God's generosity to us far exceeds our ability to pay Him back. But our response should be one that from our first fruits, we give to Him with our life, with our time, with our, with our monies, with all of our efforts, we are to give back to Him. The fifth practice, and the one I want to spend a few months with today, is the practice of sharing. And simply what I mean by that is as people see us, as people watch us closely, and I do believe as believers in Christ, we are watched by other people. That people are watching to see how we, uh, how we address certain difficulties and trials, how we handle certain things in life. I believe that uh, you know, when, when they look at us, we want them to see us not as some, someone being better, uh, certainly different, but then we can have the opportunity to tell them what that difference is. And that the hope of assurance that we have comes from our relationship with Jesus Christ. It gives us the opportunity to show what Christ means to us in our daily walk. It gives us the opportunity to tell 
what it means, wherever we might be given the opportunity to share it. Before I go a little bit deeper into the fifth practice, I'd like to spend a couple moments and just cover a couple basic understandings and truths that come out of the scriptures. And the first one is that we as human beings are created by God, literally created by God, that we might fellowship with him. It was his desire that that fellowship would be in an unbroken ring and that we would, we would spend time with him on a daily basis. We would we'd be drawn closer and closer to him. Now, unfortunately, in the reality that he has given us free will, we have broken that choice. We have broken that, that relationship with him and that relationship, what we call sin in our lives, that separates us from God. I am reminded in Isaiah chapter 53, it says that all we like sheep have gone astray. We've each turned to our own way. And what that means is that while God wants to fellowship with us, we have made the decision, the conscious decision on our part that we're gonna do things in many ways the way we want to do them. Now, the great news is, while one of the basic truths is that we were created a fellowship, that that gap has now become a reality because of what's in our life, the good news is God's love is so great that in 2 Peter 3, 9, we are reminded that God is also patient and that it is his desire that none of us should perish, but that all would have everlasting life. And in the third great truth that plays right off of that is the reality is that God's love is so great for us. God's love is so great, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that his son might live a life that was perfect on this earth, that he might become the ultimate sacrifice for each and every one of us. And that then by becoming that sacrifice, he wipes, he wipes clean for us the slate, that in turn then we might appear before his heavenly father as clean and therefore have that relationship restored with God. Now, that's great news and that's great news that needs to be shared. Who has God chosen? How has God chosen to share that great news? Well, guess folks, guess what folks? It's us. He has chosen that we would be the ones as believers in Christ that would tell others what it means to have that relationship and how we can maintain that relationship. In 2 Corinthians chapter five, we're reminded that anyone in Christ, anyone who acknowledges Christ as Savior and Lord, we have become a new creature. That old things in our life pass away and new things have come. It goes on in that same passage of scripture down in verse 20 and says that each and every one of us as believers in Christ have been called to be ambassadors for him and that God makes his appeal to all of humanity through each of us. Now, that fifth practice that I wanna talk about for the rest of our time is simply sharing what it means to have that relationship with Christ, literally showing through our own lives and telling through our own lives what it means to have that relationship. Now, I gotta say to you, I can remember back a long, long time ago as a kid in elementary school. I remember, um, I think it was probably second, third grade, somewhere around there, that on what I remember, what I recall was every Monday morning, our teacher gave us a time of, of show and tell. And we were permitted to bring in uh, a toy, um, a book, uh, an object that we had found, something, and then we were supposed to take a few moments and share with, share with the rest of the class what that thing was and then also tell why, why it was important to us. Literally speaking, 
as adults, as believers in Jesus Christ, as all of us who are followers of Christ, we're supposed to be showing and telling. We're supposed to be showing through our life, how we live our life, what it means to have that relationship with him. And then in turn, we tell others what it means so that they too might have the opportunity to experience it as well. One of my favorite passages of scripture is Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, where it says that you and I, as believers in Christ, we are the light of the world. A city cannot, on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but rather they put it on a stand and it gives light to all of the house. In that same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Literally speaking, we are the light of the world and we are not supposed to take this light and hoard it and hide it away but rather we're supposed to let it shine brightly to others. Again, not in a bragging sense, not in a better than thou sense, but simply in a sense of saying, I have discovered what it really means. I have something that in the midst of these struggles gives me the peace of, no, I can't make them go away, but I can face them with new hope. And that new hope is found through Jesus Christ. Now, you may be saying, how do we do this? Well, again, we do it by two ways, by showing people what it means to have that relationship, but then also by telling people. How do we tell people? In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, it says that you and I, as believers in Christ, we should always be ready to give testimony. Some translations say we should always be ready to give defense, if you will, of what it means to have a relationship with Christ. Now, I need to say to you, it says that we don't do this by showing off to somebody else. We don't do it by, by claiming to be better than somebody else, but rather it says with love and compassion, we tell people what it means to have that relationship. Now, some of you may be saying, well, that, that's, that's not for me. That's for you preacher types. Let me say something to you. Before I became a preacher type, I never had any problem at all talking about sports. I never had any trouble talking at all about politics. I never had any trouble talking about any number of things because I wanted to talk about them. What I will say to you is every one of us who has the relationship with Christ that we're called to have is really simple to just simply say, hey, I have a relationship with him and this is what it means. Let me say to you that if we're willing to share both in how we live our life but also share in telling people about what it means to have that relationship, we can make a difference. And we can help people to find the same hope that we have. We can help people find the same assurance that even in the midst of all these struggles, we have peace and we are at peace. You and I can make a difference, both now and for eternity. Now, I'm gonna close by letting you know that over the next few days, be sharing a couple short, short, uh, short things on uh, a couple days where I'm going to teach you, if you're willing to learn, a couple things about how to share your testimony. So I want to say thank you for the opportunity this morning. I pray God's blessing upon you. I pray that you find the hope that I'm talking about, the hope that then in turn leads you to the peace that he wants each of us to have. Amen.